together when I started doing my own goals uh, recently, and that's why we're here. And I said to myself, you know, I gave myself a kick up the arse the other day because I felt I needed it. And I was just like, you know what? A lot of other people probably need the same kick up the arse. So that's why it's called getting your shit together uh, and achieving your goals. Because I believe that without a clear goal, without a clear intention uh, of what you want to achieve, you're floating. Uh, I've had this conversation slash uh, argument with clients throughout the years uh, about goal setting. When people tell me they don't have goals and stuff, I'll argue back that you do have a goal. You just haven't identified what that goal is. Uh, and until you identify it, there's always going to be a problem. So the idea behind this, as I said, is just by the end of it, I hope that you somehow feel like you're going to try to get your shit together uh, and you have some idea how to achieve your goals. So in regards to how we're going to work it is that I'm going to go through uh, and just go through each slide. But what we'll do is there's a chat box. So at any stage, if I'm saying something and it sets off a question in your head, jump on the chat box and put that question in there. You can either put it into the group where everyone can see it or you can just message me privately as well. You can see, you can, see, you can click everyone or just to me. And at least I know it's there because there will be a bit of a Q&A at the end for anybody that's, that wants to know more. Okay, so just feel free to throw in a question at any time. I have honed my skills for those who are new to my talks in, try, in not having my talks go on for two hours, which is usually the case when I do a talk. So I think I, I ran through this with Keen today and I was like, I'm going to nail it. I'm going to get it done in time. So we're just going to get going now. Okay, so right, I get started. Introduction, who am I? So most people, I said almost 100 people have uh, booked into this, this seminar, which is fantastic. Uh, and you will get a recording for it after as well to watch back. So most of you know me, but there's a few people that I know and the names don't know me. My name's Ian. Uh, I'm co-owner of ATP Fitness. We have a gym in Donnybrook. I'm also co-creator of 28 to Great, which is our online health and wellness program. Okay, our, our sole mission is to educate people, to empower them to be able to live healthy lives and know what they need to do and basically cut through all of the bullshit which is in the fitness industry okay that's our mission that's the idea behind this talk it's behind the all of education stuff we do on social media that's why i'm here and why this seminar is literally because last week i set i wrote down my own goals i sat down after the announcement of gym's closing it was really tough to take like you know i had two or three days where i was like fuck this the world is ending this is a bollocks had my bad few days and i realized i need to get my shit together uh, the world is not ending. You have to continue on and keep going. And I was like, I'm going to set some goals for 2021. And it might be very hard to understand. Like, we don't really know what's happening tomorrow, next week, or next month with everything that's going on. But that shouldn't stop you from trying to set goals. Okay, and I'll explain more in detail what the importance, even more so now, to set goals than any other year. Okay, and that's why since I've set my own goals, since I've had a day of reflection and, and actually planning up my own goals, I'm like a new person. I honestly am. There's motivation there. I, I'm, I'm driven each day to really push on. I have reason to, to, to work on things, to work on myself. And that's only because I wrote down what I want to achieve. And that's why I said I'm going to try my best to get people to make clear goals and take action. Okay. So I hope you have your pen and paper with you. What's going to give you a minute or two. And what I will say is that these goals that you're going to write down, I'm going to ask you to write down here now, okay, these are not your definitive goals. They'll change loads of times, but this is only a, just a quick thing I want you to take. One minute, 90 seconds, just in top of your head, write down two goals that you think in your head that you want to achieve in 2021. Two random, whatever they are now, just two goals, two things that in by the end of the year 2021, 
when we're having this seminar again next year, you're going, yeah, I want to achieve that, okay? They can be big goals, small goals, anything at all. There's no rule in goal setting. So just take a minute or two, write down a couple of things. Um, I'll let you have a think. And it's really important that you do just think about what you're writing down. Like, what do you want to achieve between now and the end of 2021? So you can be writing away there if you haven't written that's the job. Okay, so the reason I've asked you to do that is just that's the first step. Okay, you've taken some sort of action in writing your goal. Okay, and we, I'll discuss later on the importance of writing stuff down. But you've done that. We're going to come back to those goals later on. Okay, so just keep that pen and paper handy. So the intentions in this talk. Okay, it's very important and it's more than just in goal setting to have intentions in your everyday life, not just for goal setting. But the intentions of me doing this talk, it's not for me to just talk to you about goal setting. I want you to become clear on what is important to you, which is going to be a huge factor when it comes to setting your goals. The second thing is what you, for you to be able to identify obstacles that have prevented you from achieving your goals in the past. And that's something we're going to reflect on and look at. A big thing that I honestly only learned recently, and it's one of these aha moments for me that I hope when I tell you, you will have that aha moment also is that like think about yourself in a situation okay when you when you've looked at somebody else's problem and you can see the solution almost straight away you can tell them what they need to do but they can't see it okay that's like me as a coach when i'm in the gym and someone's telling me what their issue is or what they're struggling with i'm like here's 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 the answer it's very easy for me to see that the reason is because we're both looking at the same problem but we're looking at it differently okay so when you when you look when you're looking at your friend's problem, when I'm looking at a client's problem, I'm looking at that problem, what's called objectively. There's no emotion attached. I'm looking at it from the outside. I'm looking at that problem and I can solve that problem because I'm looking at it that way. When I look at my own problems, when I, when you look at your own problems, you're looking at what's called subjectively. Okay, so you're looking at that problem, but it has emotion attached to it, and that's where you can't see clearly. So if you ever had I said, you're talking to a friend and you can see what the issue is and you, you, you're nearly baffled. It's like me with a client, honestly, me and Keen, we call them oh yeah moments in the gym. It's like when you're talking to a client and you say something which you believe is very an obvious answer and they go, oh yeah. And it's like, how could you not see that? But it's like, because they're, they have emotion attached to their problem, which maybe is that they're waking or whatever, they, they have emotion attached to that and it's, it's just not that clear. So be a bit kinder to yourself when you can't really see the kind of answers to your obstacles, okay? That, that's kind of the idea behind that, is that you're attaching emotion to it, looking at it subjectively. And that's why having a coach or having even a friend's opinion uh, can sometimes help to help you break through the obstacles of why you might not achieve your goals, okay? So that's what I hope we get through as well today. For you to be able to put a strategy in place to achieve your goals, that's one of the most important factors. And this is one of the reasons I think a lot of people fail, is that they set goals, but they don't have a strategy in place. And we're going to cover that in a bit. And the last thing is, there is going to be a little bit of motivation. I do really hope you feel just a little empowered and motivated uh, leaving at the end of the talk. Uh, and if you don't, you'll either love me or hate me by the end of it after what I say in the next few slides. Okay, so. Why is goal setting important? And this is, again, I'm 10 years, I said, as a coach, but also I've been setting goals. Like it's, it's for me, goal setting is something that I've always done. Uh, and straight away, when you get clear on a goal, you almost have a sense of purpose, okay? It gives you a reason to get up and go. It gives you a reason to do things. 
you have that purpose when you have a goal. Without a goal, there, you, there's that, that loss of purpose. It's like, you know, why am I why am I going to the gym? Why am I not eating all the chocolate? Like, you know, I need I need a reason. And that's what a goal will do for you. It's going to give you motivation. And we'll touch on motivation in more detail later on. But motivation, like you'll have after this talk, you're going to have lots of motivation for a few days. But that will wane, okay? And there's a process we have to put in place for when motivation drops. But setting goals initially is going to give you massive motivation. This week, I've probably been the best I've been on my diet uh, for a good period of time because I've set my own body composition goals. That's going to, that's not going to last long term, but I have to put processes in place now that's going to help me with that. But when you set a goal, you're going to be motivated and use that motivation to help set you up. And we'll touch more in detail in a few minutes. It's going to give you a focus. So again, when we want to, when we want to do everything, and like doing everything and be good and everything and achieve everything, that's all well and good. But there's no focus there. That's you throwing your hat at everything, okay? You want to create focus. What exactly do I want to achieve? And what exactly do I need to do to achieve that? And that getting that clarity is what's really needed to achieve anything in your life. And the thing here is that, and this last slide one for me is very important, is like you have already achieved lots of goals and you are achieving them. Again, this is something that, People don't see themselves, I, I don't know, as an Irish mentality or human mentality. We're very slow to pat ourselves on the back. We're very slow to recognize what we've achieved in our lives. And it's almost as soon as we achieve something, we forget it and we think, right, what's next? And we, you're almost forgetting. Like, so you've, you've already achieved massive, massive things in your life. And what I mean by that is forget about weight loss, forget about fitness for a second. Think of the sacrifices you've made because you, you didn't actually write, probably write down a goal, I want to own a house. But for you to get a house, what did you have to do? What did you have to sacrifice on a daily, weekly basis to allow you to now have a house? Lots of things. And that's what you've done. So you, you set a goal, I want to own a house. Here's what I have to do. And I'm willing to do it because I want this house bad enough. That's literally a process of goal setting. And you've achieved that. If someone has a house, if you have a care, same scenario. If you finish college, it's like, oh, I want to finish college to get a job. You have sacrificed nights out. You've, you've studied hard. You've sacrificed money for college. Like all these things have led to you becoming a graduate from college because that's something that was really important to you. And now you've done whatever it took to get there. And that's exactly what a goal is. But we don't recognize these things that we've achieved as goals that we've set out. But every single one of them is a thing. If you have kids, think of the things you, you do know for your kids, the sacrifices you make for your kids. You decided you want kids and you realize I have to do these things if I want to have kids. That's you setting a goal. That's you doing what you need to do, putting a plan in place for setting those goals. And you can go on and on and on. And that, but that's literally the process of goal setting. So be a bit proud of yourself and be like, yeah, fuck me, I'm a boss because that's what like, you are doing an amazing job. And even more so now I've said to people, these last year has been pretty tough for everybody. Like you've already gotten through a lot this year. Give yourself a pat on the back. So I'm not telling you to go away now and set yourself loads of really tough goals and be pissed off at yourself in four weeks time because you haven't achieved those goals. That's not the case. It's about really reflecting on the year you've been through. And the real thing here by the end of this talk is that you actually are only working on goals that matter to you and that are really, really important because that's, that's the focus, okay? My five steps, success, goal setting, okay? So don't bullshit yourself. That is the first step, okay? So 
we all do it. Uh, I've done it. And the reason, like, this slide here is basically for me having a conversation with myself about Ian Copperset, fine, stop bullshitting yourselves. Don't be picking that goal because that's not really you, okay? Everybody lies and it's time to stop lying to yourself. And what I mean by that is that when you're having a conversation with yourself, so you should be, everyone has an internal conversation every single day with themselves, okay? Non-stop every single day. But what that conversation is, that's, that's healthy conversation as long as you're speaking to yourself well, okay? You chastising yourself and giving out yourself every single day in your head isn't good for your mental health, okay? So make sure that conversation is a healthy conversation. But you do have to ask yourself questions, okay? So what do you want to achieve and why do you want to achieve it? It shouldn't be because what someone else wants. It should be because of what you want. So you need to make sure that when you're answering these questions later on after the talk that you're putting down, these are my goals, here's what, here's what my goals are, my goals, that you're, you're putting down answers as if nobody else would see them. And that is honestly a mistake I've made in the past. So let's say I'll write down my goals, but my intention of my goals then might be to show Lisa or show Kean or show somebody else. And my intention is I'm going to show these people so I won't write down exactly what I'm thinking now because of that. Don't show them to anybody and literally write down exactly what's going on in your head, what you're thinking, what you want to achieve, because that's going to be the only truth that matters. And that's what's going to get you where you need to get that. Okay. So that's the, the lying part. Now I'm saying this in the sense of I've been there and I've done it. So that's why I'm kind of making you aware that you're probably doing it as well at times. Okay. What goals have you picked in the past and not achieved? It was a big point to, to pull out, okay? So there's lots of goals we've all achieved. And again, going back to the reason why we're doing this talk is because I've seen so many, so many clients in January be highly motivated, join the gym, I want to lose weight, off we go, restrictive diet, loads of exercise, flying for five or six weeks, fit this, can't keep it up, back we go to our old habits routines, weight comes on, cycle continues, back for the summer, gone, back for Christmas, etc., etc. That's very... As much as it might be disheartening for the person themselves, it's very disheartening to me as a coach when I see that because I'm just like, you're just not getting it. You're not setting goals that actually matter. You're setting a weight loss goal because you just think it'd be great to lose weight. But if it doesn't actually matter to you, you're, you're not going to achieve it. And this is going back to the house analogy and the car analogy and the college analogy. You will do what it takes to achieve if it's something you really want. The idea of weight loss is fantastic. As in everybody wants, I, I would love to say, oh, I want six pack abs, I want to be ripped all year round. Absolutely fantastic. For me to achieve that, I know what it takes. I'm not willing to give up my wine. I'm not willing to give up my chocolate. It isn't, it isn't happening for me. Like, you know, that's that, but that's me being realistic in what I want to achieve. Doesn't mean I'm going to be an unhealthy weight, but it just means I'm not willing to do what it takes. So you have to figure out when you say you want to lose weight, it's like, how much weight do you want to lose? Why do you want to lose that weight? And we're going to cover that more in more detail later on. But you have to figure out any goal you've done in the past that you've achieved. Look at that and analyze how you achieved it. The same goes, though, for goals you haven't achieved. Analyze that goal and ask yourself, why have I not achieved that? What stopped me from achieving that goal? And it's only that, that self-analysis that will allow you to look at it and go, okay, that's what didn't work the last time. Here's, I'm being honest with yourself as to why, why it didn't work. And that's going to let you move on and achieve that goal the next time around, okay? So, and that's even what I was saying, like failing on goals is perfectly fine and you can blame all you want. We're gonna play the blame again later on. So I, I'm not saying you have to be me. I'm not saying that uh, by any means at all. But what I am saying is that my own process that I do, I'll just show you there quickly. I have a three-step process. So I have 
personal goals, ATP goals, and I have I always have life goals as well. My life goals change all of the time. Okay, so but basically last year, some of my personal goals were marry Lisa, didn't happen because of COVID. Finished my nutrition course, done that, happy days. Give 10 health talks, just want to mute you there, Dave. There we go. Give 10 health talks, didn't achieve that because of COVID. Attend three personal development seminars, didn't attend any because of COVID. Uh, get my golf handicap to 14, boom, achieve that, big one. Meditate three times weekly, achieve that, big one. Journal weekly, done that. Body fat sub 14%, <laughs> no. Uh, that, they're my personal goals, okay? That's just to give you an idea of what I kind of that, and that was 2020. COVID can go affect itself. Yeah, yes, I'm down about a lot of those things. I have ATP operating at 75 to 80% capacity. I have a number of different things here for ATP. Almost all of those are out the window because of COVID. There are goals that I didn't achieve. Not all of them are because of COVID, but some of them are. That failure is, I can blame this and I can be really pissed off at this, that, that I didn't achieve them because of COVID. But it's, it shouldn't stop you from going again. It shouldn't stop you from just looking at it and going, right, that's why it didn't happen. But then asking yourself, and I've done this with these goals, okay, if COVID wasn't there, do I think I would have achieved these goals? Like, you know, was I on path come March before anything happened to achieve these goals? You really have to self-analyze your wins, but also your losses. We're very quick to just trying to forget things and move on. But like, if you analyze something, that next time it comes around, you'll be able to attack it a lot more, okay? So that's when it comes to looking at before you choose your next goal, if it's something you've already done before, think about that time when you've done it and why you think you didn't achieve it. And it's very important choosing goals that are not that important to you, uh, but you think you should choose. So again, people are guilty of doing this. What I mean is like you're picking goals to please other people. Uh, you think, you know, I should pick this goal because this person thinks I should, or maybe I should pick this goal because I've done this goal before now and it'll be an easy one to achieve for me. That's a big one I've seen with people like, you know, setting goals that are well below what's challenging from them. And that's, that's okay. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend it. Like you, that's not going to give you the motivation, the drive, the determine, the focus that comes with goal setting. So just making sure that it's really a goal again, that you want to achieve, take other people out of the scenario because they're not going to benefit from your goals. All right. And the last thing then is just what excuses do you tell yourself? And again, this is that internal conversation. I'm guilty of it. Um, like self-awareness is a big, big, powerful tool. That's something I suppose I've worked on a lot over the years with myself. But the amount of excuses you, you can make, like me talking about COVID there nonstop for the last 25 minutes about why it affects my year. But like, that is an excuse at the end of the day. Like, you know, that shouldn't stop me from progressing and what I need to do. I just need to regroup and go, right, this year, when I can, this is what I can go on to achieve from that. It's a pause button. It's not a stop. Whatever excuse you're making as to why you can achieve your goals, you have to figure out, is that a genuine reason or is it an excuse? You know what I mean? So like, you have to figure that out for yourself because whatever your goal is this year, you're going to come across obstacles. There's a really good book I'd recommend. Uh, it's called The Obstacle is the Way. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And it basically is, bless you, Grace. Uh, it, really <laughs> it really is a, a good book that I, it just really kind of, it basically tells you when something's in front of you, when you hit a fucking obstacle, get over it <laughs> and, and get past it any way you can because that's the, that's the way you're moving, okay? You're not going to go backwards. So you, your only way is to go through the obstacle, okay? I'll get around it, I'll get over it. So that's very important that you uh, understand that aspect of it.
The notebook effect is step two. So if you haven't seen the notebook, I want you to log off. We can't be friends, all right? So uh, writing Gosling is the man. If you don't know the scene, you're not gonna have a clue what I'm talking about, but it literally is this. Every time you take a goal setting, he comes to mind and he's shouting at the car, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Like that's, that's goal setting. When you, when you can answer Ryan Gosling without giving him a kiss, then you literally have it. That's it, okay? Like, that's how you set a goal. You figure out what the fuck you want straight away. And it's it's getting there is really going to set you up because it what sounds mental, but, like, we'll say we want loads of things, but when you really, what do you actually want? Like, what's really important here? And that's what's going to matter. So figuring that out was the first thing. And then having that conversation with yourself again, like I spoke about being self-inquisitive, that's simply asking yourself questions, okay? Why do I want these things? Like, by, by doing this goal, by achieving this goal, what is that going to mean for me? That's the way I want you to start thinking, okay? Because, yes, picking a goal is great, but what's it going to help you achieve in your life? By getting the goal, what's it going to mean to you? Asking yourself these questions, writing down the answers to these questions, that's going to be important. And this is one of the biggest ones here is what is your why, okay? You have to figure out why you want to achieve the goal. So I want to, like, I know I want to keep going back to because it's obviously fitness related, health related, whatever, but it's a one you'll all relate to. It's like, I want to lose weight, okay? And you all know this is, I hate the phrase, I want to lose weight and tone up. It's not even a goal, it's a phrase, it's a saying. It means nothing. There's no clarity to it. But if you're saying I want to lose weight, my question to you is, why do you want to lose weight? And you have got to be able to answer that question with clarity, not to me, but to yourself. So why do I want to do it? Why do I want to go to the gym? Why do I want to start looking at my food, my nutrition? Why do I want to start drinking more water, going for walks? Why do I want to lose weight? Until you can answer that question, there's going to be no purpose to your goal. It's not, there's going to be no get up and go to your goal. But that's even that, answering that first why, unfortunately, that's the easy part of goal setting. Here's the thing. The last part is be the annoying child. And what I mean by that is if you think of a two-year-old and you're a three-year-old and they ask you a question, you give them the answer and they say, but why? And then they say, but why again? And then, but why again? Three or four times. So when you ask yourself, I want to lose weight, I'll say, why? You'll give me a reason. I want to lose weight because oh, I want to just lose a couple of pounds. But why? And then I'll ask you again. Get to two or three but whys. That's going to be your actual reason why you want to lose weight. And that's what's going to click in your head as to, okay, that's why I'm going to continue to go on the diet. That's why I'm going to continue to exercise and drink more water because this reason is so important. One of the biggest ones I've seen for me in a client recently in a one-to-one -one nutrition client was like, you know, I want to lose weight. And when we got to that actual bottom way, because it was initially like, you know, to be fitter, to be stronger, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. It was because I want to be able to play with my kids. And that was his why. And that was, that was, that's the one that mattered because it was three or four ways deep. So what I'm saying to you is when you're picking your goal, ask yourself, why do I want to, why do I want to pick this goal? And then ask two or three more why ways. And when you get there, trust me, that'll be your actual why. That'll be your reasoning. When it gets tough, when you're like, I'm pissed off and not in the form to go to this today, that's, that's what'll get you up and get you going. Okay, so that's something you're going to have to think about. You're not going to be able to know that right now, but just something to consider moving forward. Okay, so be the annoying child. Ask those few ways. Making it real. So writing your goal down, put it somewhere you'll see every day. So I'll just show you my office there. Uh, like there's some, there's my goals on the board. They're there. I step in here every single day. I'll have a quick glance. It's all it is. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember now. Because if it's not written down, you're not going to 
see it and you'll just kind of forget about it every day. And then you might remember it again, you get motivated for a day. So just put it somewhere you can see, uh, put it like something you'll see. I said another one is like, if you brush your teeth every morning, have it in front of you, brush your teeth, put it somewhere you'll see because it just give you that little bit of oomph every morning, okay? So making it like specific and crystal clear is what you want. Uh, again, lose weight, tone up, just even losing weight, okay? It, it's, it's just not specific, it's not clear. So you, can, you can't create a scenario that's gonna help you to do that unless you're like, okay, I want to lose weight, but how do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to lose weight? What are the steps I need to take? And how am I gonna measure whether the goal I set uh, is successful? And if it's not measurable, you're wasting your time because every goal has got to be some bit measurable because if you don't measure it, your motivation is going to drop. And I've seen this with people again who are like, you know, training away, but they're not measuring their progress. And I know about weight loss, I'm going to go like in their actual training. So there's training away, and, but they're not realizing like, oh, I'm getting stronger and getting this. And they're like, why am I training? When you figure out your training for a reason, for a purpose, and you're specific with that, you'll come training every time. But you have to know why you're coming training and have to find a reason to measure. So if you see, it's easy to use the scales as the scenario of your measure, but the scales is very, very volatile, which we know. So it's quite important to have more than one measure if your goal is weight loss, fat loss. Okay, so think your measurements, your body fat measurements, or your your girt measurements, your clothes, how you're feeling, but your fitness levels is one that people rarely go to as a measure. So again. It's like we've amnesia. It's really frustrating that like people forget what their very first session was like in ATP versus their sessions now. And it's like, I'm really struggling. I'm like, yes, you're really struggling. You're really struggling because you're lifting heavier weights and pushing it harder. You're working harder. Like after your very first session, I know Sean there can definitely uh, attest to there. Your first session feels like, oh my God, I can't walk, can't do anything. And that's doing very basic exercises, basic stuff. You jump to 10 sessions later, you're like, oh my God. Like I'm doing all this stuff, I'm not even that sore. Like that's massive, massive progress of a goal that you set out. So it's very important to make whatever your goal is, and this is obviously making it fitness related, but if your goal is something in life in general, if, if it's a course, if it's to achieve a promotion in work, find measures that you can use along the way because they will keep giving you boosts and motivation every single time and put a goddamn time limit on it, okay? It doesn't mean if you don't achieve it in three months or six months, you're a failure, you just have to reset and re-go again. But if you don't put a bit of time on it, there's no pressure on you. Oh, sure, I'll, I'll get to that yeah, at some stage. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. No, you want to achieve this in three months, six months, a year, whatever it is. And if you don't, remember, you're not a failure. You just have to keep going on to the next step, all right? This is what's called, and this is where it gets tricky. This is called your outcome goal. So we've got to here for outcome goal. I think we're going, I'm actually going proud of myself. We're going pretty well for time. So that's your outcome goal. And this is where most people fail because they stop here, they stop at the outcome goal. And outcome goal is only one part of it. You have your why, you understand why you want to achieve what you want to achieve. The next needs to be the how, okay? You need to break down your outcome goal, that goal you've written down, break it down to how you're going to achieve it. So you look at the end goal. I'm just going to keep using weight loss because it's easy for me. So the end goal is I want to lose two stone of weight, okay? That's my end goal here. How do I get from here to there? That's what you have to figure out. Because if you just have your end goal only, it's going to be so disheartening for you when you lose a pound, a pound, go up two pounds, another pound. Like that's, that's going to be so, so disheartening for you to see if you're only looking at the end goal as your measure of success. Instead, what you need to do is put in every step that you can take 
that to get there. So to lose two stone, I say this to every client, you can't lose two stone without losing one pound. So that's your first goal. Your first goal is to lose one pound. And then that's a success. I've seen people step on the scales and be like, ah, I'm only down a pound. I'm like, you're down a pound. You've lost one pound. You're, you're a step towards your goal. And it's, it's recognizing that is an achievement. It's the same as, like, again, go back to the promotion thing, okay? So you have to do these so many presentations to get your promotion. You've done one presentation. That's only one out of 15 or exams, whatever it is. You've done one exam. You have seven exams to go. You've done one exam. You're getting closer to the goal. So it's really breaking down. Whatever your goal is, what are the steps I need to take? What do I need to do on a weekly basis to get me closer to my goal? And you tick them off as if you would your other goals. That's what's so important to do. Like tick them off. And then you're achieving a goal every single day or every single week. And that's what's going to keep you motivated to drive on. Okay. These are called process goals. And it's important to have the two. We have our outcome goal, end goal, process goals, daily, weekly things we need to do to get us to here. So when you're planning out your goals after the seminar, over the weekend, think of those things. Find your outcome goal, find your way behind it, but then create the process that you need to do to get there. Okay. Get to work. Don't do nothing. Okay. If you focus on the process, the outcome looks after itself. I'll repeat that. Focus on the process, the outcome looks after itself. So again, obsessing about the outcome when you're miles away from it's going to take three months, six months, a year, even longer to get there would be frustrating. If you just put these processes in place, let's wait loss again. I need to drink two liters of water every single day. I need to go for a walk every couple of days. I need to exercise two or three times a week. They're your process goals. And you drink two liters of water, check, goal hit. You just achieved the goal. You've gone for a walk, check, achieve my process goal. You're checking things off. You're achieving goals every single day. So focus on those processes because that's what will get you there in the end. Anybody who's ever been successful with me in regards to coaching and ATP and any, whatever the goal is, has been doing the regular things correctly. Just that's it. There's no magic. There's no nothing. They've consistently been doing the correct things to live healthier, to move more. Set achievable goals uh, will be key to your success. And when I say these goals especially need to be in your process goal setting. So setting achievable goals is very, very important. And me and Keen call it the 10 out of 10 rule. So this is something you might not have heard of before, okay? So when I ask you, can you do something? It needs to be a 10 out of 10 before we can agree you can do it. So what I mean by that, if I asked you, and can you drink two liters of water every single day, 10 out of 10, like no problem whatsoever? You can. So you're, that's, you're going to set that as a process goal, okay? If I asked you, can you run three times a week, every single week without fail? That's a no, okay? 10 out of 10. Can you run once a week or a fast walk once a week, 10 out of 10? Okay, you can once a week. So if you can do that 10 out of 10, okay, then that's what you do. And that's how you set your process goals. It has everything you do has got to be a 10 out of 10 has to be because if it's not a 10 out of 10, you'll do it for a while and then you'll stop. And we've done this loads of times. Of all things. Like if I asked you, can you get up at 7am every morning, you know, and, and start your day off in this way or whatever, 10 out of 10, you get up at 7am every morning. You say to me, Oh Ian, that's probably a seven or an eight, which you know, I don't think I do it every day. Fine. Can you get up at 7am four days a week? Yeah. That's 10 out of 10. Boom. That's what you do. And that's the process I want you to take in every single goal you set out from your process goals of what you want to achieve so again going back to doing exams for college or whatever it is it's like to achieve the result of my exam can i am i going to study three hours every day no 10 out of 10 i won't can i study for three hours four times a week 
10 out of 10 can, boom, set, set that as your target. Because if you go, everyone sets their targets to be unrealistic. Like I'm going to train four or five days a week in the gym. I'm not going to eat any carbs. I'm not going to drink any alcohol, eat any chocolate. It's like, yes, but you won't do that continuously. And that's what it takes to get success. Okay. So just really ask yourself the 10 out of 10 question. If it's below like eight, nine, seven, forget it reset it just make it a bit of an easier more achievable thing that you it can be a 10 out of 10 for you to do whatever that is for you okay second task write down two process goals so you look at your original goals you wrote down i know these these can change and they will change after the seminar but write down two process goals that you can start in the next week that will help you towards your goal okay so two process goals that will help you in the next week towards your goal Consistency is absolutely everything. And that's where I'll be talking about that 10 out of 10, okay? So you have to think, from looking at your goals you wrote down to start for this seminar, look at it and say, what two things can I start next week? Because everything starts on a Monday. You don't dare start unless it's a Monday. So what two things can I start next week that can help me towards one of these goals here, okay? And they have to be 10 out of 10. And again, when you come off the call, if you realize, oh, that's not a 10 at all, that's only a seven, change it. Uh, you know, that's okay. It doesn't have to be set in stone what we're doing here, but it's just to give you that idea. Because at the end of the day, if there's another, like, if you want an email after, I can give you some of the books, but like one of the best books I've ever read is called Atomic Habits. Okay, it's a really, really good book. It's called Atomic Habits. Honestly, one of the best, yeah. So the idea behind process, process goals and setting processes out is because motivation is going to win as we said you create habits from these processes if you start drinking two liters of water every day and it's new to you in the space of a couple of weeks you're going to create that as a habit and then habits will create long-term success because consistency is going to be the whole thing all right so that's the for me that's the five step approach by following this approach to goal setting you'll set goals that actually mean something to you which is really important you're going to gain a sense of purpose and focus and you will be able to see the pathway you need to achieve whatever success means to you and that's the idea behind the five-step approach of goal setting. But, and it's a big but, I'm thirsty. Okay, it's up to you. That's it. And this is where, here comes the motivation speech. Here comes the Ian Murphy getting your shit together speech. Okay. Uh, and I don't care if the motivation lasts a day or a week, whatever, you're getting it because you need it. And it's been a shitty year and it's tough for everybody. So you need to understand that, like, if you want something bad enough, you do what it takes and you've done it. This is what I go back to your house, your kids, your career, whatever it is. Think of all the things you have in your life right now. You have walked your ass off to get them. You've walked through like worse than COVID, even though you might think so. You've walked through some of the worst times in your life you've been through already. You've been through them and you've come out the other side. You might be going through something at the moment, but you, you're going to come out the other side. Whatever, if you want it bad enough, nothing will stop you. And that's where it comes back to choosing a goal that is important, that you have a, a really important why behind. Because when you have that goal, nothing can stop you. Because you'll be like too stubborn and too, you'll want it too much to let a setback stop you. Okay, so just understand that it has to be something that you want bad enough. You can blame others or blame circumstances, uh, but it's ultimately down to you. So that's what I said, okay, so looking at last year for me, I, of course, I'm, I'm blaming COVID-19 and it is a lot to do with COVID-19, but I can look at that and just be down and whatever about that. Or else I can say, okay, we're going to get to a point here now where this will pass and we can get moving again on these goals. These goals are not gone, they're just on, they're on pause, okay? Yes, it's been a tough year, but 
It's about focusing on the things we can do. I am guilty at times, and people say, Ian, you're a very positive person. I'm not all the time. Trust me, ask Lisa, ask Ian. But like literally, it's about pulling yourself out of that rut when you're there and catching yourself when you're in there and be like, right, I'm having a pity party here. I need to get myself out of this. Uh, and it's up to you again to get yourself out of it. Um, no one else is going to do it for you. It's having that conversation ahead of like, okay, it t- times are tough. It is really tough. But what can we do? And it's when you start focusing solely on the things you can do. Because almost all of the time, the problems people face is that we focus on all these things we can't do. I've had it with clients over and over the years. You're just telling me what you can't do, what you can't do, what you can't do. And I'm like, okay, but what can you do? And like, it's especially someone comes with an injury. It's like, I'm injured. Okay. I can't do this, can't do this. Oh, look at the dog. Sorry, that's random. No, someone just put a dog on their screen. Uh, he's gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to this. So, <laughs> but basically, it really is about like focusing on the things you can do. And that's what I want you to kind of, when you're setting your goals, you're going you're gonna to look at obstacles initially. You're going to look at, oh, I'm setting this goal, but these are all the things that can go wrong. Or these are all the things that, that are going to stop me from reaching my goal. That's fine. Recognize them, but then make a list of everything you can do to start making that goal become achievable. Okay, so focus on the cans, not the cannots. Motivation is going to win, and trust me on this one. Okay, it really will win. That's why you need processes in place for when that happens. And if, if you've used the motivation from this or from like when you set your goals to weekend, use that motivation to put your processes in place to create processes that create habits. Okay, so use the next week or two. And then you, you've already started, you've made those kind of steps. And look at your goal every day. Look at your why every day. It comes back to, I said, having mine up here on my board that I can just literally pop into the office. I have a quick, a quick look every morning. It takes me two seconds. And I just recognize, okay, here's what I'm trying to do today. Here's what I'm trying to achieve. Here are my goals. And just making sure you look at it every single day. Okay. So we're almost there. Fab. Setback or opportunity. Okay. So a setback is a reversal or a check in progress. An opportunity is a set of circumstances that make you that make it impossible it possible to do something. Okay. So opportunity is in the eye of the beholder, is what I wrote down there. And I firmly believe that. Okay. So we can look at what has happened. Yes, it's a setback, but it is also an opportunity. Okay. And I think as bad as it has been, uh, I think we've all been through the mill in our own uh, individual way. There's been setbacks and there will continue to be setbacks. But there is definitely opportunity. I can tell you now, ATP is a very different business model, not by choice, but it's taught us a lot. It's taught me. I think everyone around me has recognized that I, I was the only person who didn't realize I had to slow the hell down, like a lot of us. Um, you know, so and that's what COVID has taught me is to just slow the hell down for a little bit. And opportunities arise from slowing down. When you're when you're in the rat race, when you're running hundred miles an hour, you can't see anything around you. You just have blinkers on. And by slowing down for a little bit, you can really create an opportunity to, as I said, it's called self-reflection, it's called self-awareness. It's about having conversations with yourself. That's what slowing down brings. There's a huge opportunity for people over the next couple of months, if you see it that way. If you see the next couple of months as nothing but negative, nothing but setbacks, it will also be that. So I think it's, we're, we're, you're, you're in the same situation. Like, you know, that's the thing. It's how you view the situation now. And that's what's going to determine your next few months. You can look at a situation as bad as it is. I'm not saying you have to be happy and cheerful. That's, that's not what I'm saying. That's your emotions. What you can say to yourself is, I can look at the things I can't do because of this lockdown, because of COVID, things I can't do, all the setbacks they're causing me, or I can just be aware of those, 
and now just make a list of the things I can do. I still can do a lot of things and look at that opportunity and use that to be an opportunity moving forward. And that's up to you. That's something I can't make you do, but that is something. So when it comes to your goal setting, it's like everything else has said, you have to just view it as, this is what I want to achieve. Here's why I want to achieve it. Here's how I'm going to achieve it. And this is why it's really important to me. And set out those processes in place and absolutely go for it because there's nothing actually stopping you. And I think you've achieved whatever goals you've written down in your notepad right now, I can guarantee you've achieved a lot harder uh, goals in that in your life. Okay, so don't let anything stop you. Uh, when you come off the call here, like just have a bit of a self-analysis of yourself, a bit of self-awareness of yourself. One of the last ones here before we go to the Q&A is just to be kind to yourself. Uh, and I say you deserve it. Like we are honestly our harshest critics, our harshest critics. It's, it's ridiculous. As in, if you wouldn't speak to your friend the way you speak to yourself, if your friend was in the same situation as you, there's no way you would give them the advice you give yourself. Like we, are, we critique ourselves, we give out to ourselves, and you, all you would do is support that friend. That's all you would do. So think about that the next time you're chastising yourself for doing so, for you know, falling off your diet or for not exercising or for just staying in bed for the morning or whatever. Just be like, okay, that's grand. That, that is what it is. I know you're back. You're back on track. You're back into it. Okay. So it is an extremely, extremely tough period for everybody mentally. And I'm aware of that. But it shouldn't let you stop you achieving your goals but i really would hope that when we're talking again you like ian yeah i actually done what you were asking i, I really kind of wrote down some goals wrote down the process of the goals and i really these are goals that are actually important to me and if you if you're writing on goals that aren't important you just rip it up and throw it out the window okay because it's not good to you so it's really really i hope you take the motivation that you will have i know for the next few days uh, and instead of any questions about anything at all that we've discussed feel free to send me an email okay Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Cheers.